But for some reason, the enemy has taken it away. For some reason, the enemy has distracted our minds of the blessings of the Lord that we will use in the ministry. It has come to stay. But thank God that he has granted us that power. Thank God he has given you and myself power as an intercessor to intercede and speak and open the heavens and call upon the name Yahweh that he said by his name and as we call upon his name he the Lord shall respond unto us. So tonight we are lifting up prayer and asking God and speaking to God and praying in understanding pray in tongues pray with understanding lifting up prayer and saying oh Lord every spirit of retardation in transit to stop our heavenly blessings by your authority we place an injunction on them right now because Genesis Bible on them chapter 49 tells us that there's a blessing in the heavens. The Bible said there's a blessing beneath us. The Bible said there's a blessing within us. Within the breast of that blessing. So we are lifting up prayer that any spirit of retardation that is stopping this blessing oh by God's authority we bless an injunction can somebody lift up the voice and begin to pray and call God and say Lord let by your spirit Lord God Almighty let that injunction be placed upon that enemy let that injunction be placed upon that enemy can someone lift up a as we pray a corporate prayer and lift up a prayer and call God that God hear our you have made it for and we Oh Lord, our God, we pray to the higher power, to the higher authority, and we increase Let's <laughs> 
Thank you. As we pray to place an injunction, one will continue to pray. And as we have lifted and asked God to put that injunction, we are asking God to have mercy. That God have mercy on the heavenly blessings that we will have that fulfillment 
of the ministry worker. Have mercy on that heavenly blessing that you have released. Have mercy upon it. Have mercy upon it. That will have the fulfillment of our ministry worker. The oh Lord, have mercy. Oh Lord, have compassion. Oh Lord, compassion on the heavenly blessings ah, that will fulfill that ministry worker. Lift up your voice and pray for the mercy as we have caused the, the, the injunction to be played. That we ask of the message of the Lord to bear upon that heavenly blessings to be able to operate, to be able to get that fulfillment to the ministry worker fully. Pray, let us pray.
the message of the law is ready on the heavenly places we want to pray at that point of prayer and say oh lord we decree and we declare that there shall not be any exchange of this blessing in respect of our ministry investment that when the god bless us and we receive the heavenly blessings and we receive the earthly blessings there shall not be any exchange but we are praying and lifting prayer and saying god we decree and we declare that there shall not be any exchange of the blessings of the heavenly blessings in respect of our investment in the ministry lift up your voice and decree lift up your voice and declare and call upon god Rabbi, <laughs> 
Amen. We are praying our last battle. Amen. Oh Lord, let the shield of protection, let the shield of love, let the shield of kindness be upon those who have been blessed to invest in the kingdom ministry and the church at large. So we are lifting up prayer. Now let the shoot of love, let the shoot of protection be upon those who have been blessed to invest in the kingdom ministry and the church lift up prayer and pray for them. Let the love of God, let the kindness of God Thank <laughs> you. 
Finally, finally lift up the prayer and seal as we have prayed and ask God that God should watch his work to perform. Lift up a prayer right now. Father, we thank you. We bless Father, you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we thank you, O Lord. We, we bless you, O Lord. We ask of God that you will your work to perform. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord, we bless you, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, we bless you, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, we God bless you. God bless you so much for coming and God bless you so much for participation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Oh, 
Usa twata Siti bomo Uyo nyame Endanso Uyo nyame Odaso Yeo nyame Se <laughs> Sanu nipa beye okratia sifu yebesungo dada enyweyesi ansanu nipa beye okratia sifu yebesungo
da 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 ya basumo da da osuruni asasi ya fu Cause we need a move. Oh, 
hallelujah move we need your spirit now lord we need a move yes lord we need a move mountains are still being moved Strongholds are still being loosed. Cause yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. And bodies are still being raised. Yeah, giants are still being slain. God, we believe it. Cause yes, we can see it. Wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Set our hearts on you. Come and do what you do. Cause we need a move. Yeah, we need a move. Oh, yes, we need a move. Yes, Lord, we need. Cause miracles happen. You move, healing is coming in this room. Miracles happen when you move, heaven is coming. Miracles happen when you move, healing is coming in this room miracles happen when you have yeah this is a move yes lord we thank you for your move 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 thank you so much god bless you sister docker god bless you god bless everyone else that has dialed in this evening it is a great privilege and an honor to have you join and assemble with every one of us to bring our supplications before God we thank God for the lives of everyone that is on the line and every family land that is represented here we have come to experience the move of God because like the song says miracles happen when God moves and so we are thankful and we are expectant to receive the manifestation of the move of God this evening. Once again, I want to thank Apostle for the privilege and the great opportunity to minister to God's people this evening. It is a privilege that I do not take for granted. And I'm sure that anyone else who has the opportunity to lead these great people in supplications and pleadings before God will share this sentiment of mine. 
And so thanks to Apostle and to all the leaders of the Throne Room Prayer Network. Um, this week we have been looking at the vows of the wicked. And tonight we are still on the subject of the physical actions of enforcing these vows of the wicked. Yesterday, for those who tune in live or if you had opportunity to listen to the playback, you realize that we look at how people that occupy positions of authority or influence use certain human attributes to enforce wicked vows. That these people can raise voices, they can lift hindrances, and because of their positions of authority or influence, they can lift or conjure up conspiracies to enforce the wicked vows that they hatch in their hearts. Now, this evening, I want us to focus on the human use of systems, procedures, and laws to enforce these vows. So yesterday, we looked at how human beings can use their voices, how they can hinder and manipulate people of authority and conspire against us. But tonight, we want to look at another aspect of the use of physical actions, and we'll be looking at the human use of systems, the human use of procedures, the human use of laws to enforce these wicked vows. And so at this point, I want us to look at a few cases in the Bible that describe how certain people used these systems and procedures and laws to enforce their wicked vows. The first instance that I want us to consider is in the book of Esther. In this book, in the Old Testament, we see the account of Haman and how he attempted to use decrees that were signed off by the king to destroy Mordecai and the Jews. And in the same Old Testament, we look at the story of Daniel and his experience with the governors of Babylon. That when they realized that his influence was growing with the king, these governors connived and they got the king to establish a royal decree that prevented anyone from praying to any god or any man except the king himself for 30 days. And these governors did this because they observed that Daniel was faithful in all his dealings, including his obedience to the commandments of God. They observed that Daniel prayed every day without fail. Now you look at this and you say that does not the Bible say that see a man that is diligent and skillful in his business. Such a man will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. So the Bible says in Proverbs 22 verse 29 that a man that is diligent in his business, a man that is skillful in his business, such a man will not stand before ordinary men. But that man would have for an audience kings. And so going by this scripture, Daniel was doing the right thing. Daniel was doing the prescribed thing that would grant him audience before the king. And yet we still see how the diligence and the faithfulness and the consistency of Daniel is used against him in this very instance. And because you and I must not be ignorant of the devices of the devil, it is crucial to understand that every chance he gets, Satan will use men to employ 
this human action of systems and patterns and laws to enforce wicked vows against us and in so doing to challenge the authority of God's word. It is very important that we understand that. That the very thing that you will do in obedience to God, that same thing the enemy can use to impugn the integrity of God's word and in so doing to enforce certain wicked vows against you. So let us keep that in mind. The third instance to consider from the Bible involves our Lord Jesus Christ and King Herod. We see that when the wise men told the king about the birth of the Messiah and they later deceived him by not returning to him as they had previously arranged to tell him about the location of Jesus, Herod issued a command to kill all the male children who were in Bethlehem and the districts surrounding it, boys that were aged two years and under, because he hoped that in this scheme, the baby Jesus, the promised Messiah, would also be killed. And finally, we see Israel in captivity in Egypt, where we observe a Pharaoh who was so afraid of how much the Israelites were multiplying in number, and so he began to deal shrewdly with them until he enslaved all of them and then began to oppress them. We usually say that this was a king who did not know Joseph, but that cannot be true. Because even Moses, when he was an adult, learned about the history of the Jews. So the Pharaoh was aware of the history of the Jews, which included the exploits of Joseph. So what really happened is that this Pharaoh was threatened by the Israelites. They are people who ignore the good that you and I have done for them, and they will use laws to oppress us. It could be that your blessing is a threat to someone else. The breakthrough that you gather on this line to pray for, that same breakthrough that you are expecting can be a threat to another person. So we see Pharaoh and the Egyptians become so afraid that Israel would align with their enemy in the times of war. And so the Pharaoh instituted a law to kill all the male Jews that were born. And not just that, but through another law, their officers were also told to kill every male within a certain age range. And so a person can enact laws because they know that that is the only way they can frustrate you. You can be on this line and be in an organization and specific laws can be set in your department to frustrate you. It may be in the form of a requirement for a position. Let's say a training, a degree, a certificate. But that attachment to that position puts you at a disadvantage for a promotion that you are looking for. That that attachment was not made for those who went ahead of you or for your colleagues. But when it gets to your turn, a certain law, a certain bylaw is put in place that will place you at a disadvantage for the very thing you are believing God to do for you. Where for a young lady, you may be interested in marrying into a family, but the leader of the family can institute a law that no one should marry anyone from your particular tribe. And that law then places you at a disadvantage. And these laws, whether they are verbal or they are written, they can hinder you and I. And so to recap, physically, these vows of the wicked 
are operationalized in two ways. By using human beings who use their voices and lift conspiracies and hindrances against us. And also by using systems or laws. Now between the two of them, laws are the strongest and they are the most difficult to deal with. And even though the law may appear universal, it is usually enacted for a particular target group. So that when you come to our level, these laws can be negative trends or patterns or cases in the family. So for all you know, that trend in your family, that negative pattern in your family, that thing that looks like a generational curse in the family, it is only the manifestation of some ancient law. So before we go on, I want us to consider some key pointers about laws. There are certain pointers about laws that I want us to consider. The first key pointer is this, that behind every law is a key person. Behind every law is a figure. See, you have to understand that no ordinary person can issue a law. It takes a person of great influence or authority to issue a law. Let me repeat that. It takes a person of great influence or authority to issue a law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes that the king's word is law. When the king speaks, that word becomes law. It is not the words of the ordinary man that becomes law. It takes a man in the position of a king for those words to become law. The second key pointer we must understand is that laws are made to target a specific person or a specific group of people. In the Old Testament, laws that appeared universal were made just to target Mordecai, just to target Daniel, just to target the Jews. And so the individuals who want to enact these laws always go to the person who has the authority to enact the laws, which is usually the king. The third key pointer is that laws are very difficult to break. And that is because laws, when they are made, are legalities. And so it takes another law to render the first law ineffective. In Mordecai's case, for example, the king had to sign new letters and send them through the land to counter the initial decree that Haman had influenced him to issue against the Jews. Are you with me? If you are with me, just type amen for me so I know those who are still with me. I want to engage you this evening. The fourth, amen. The fourth pointer that I want you to understand is that laws can be broken only by a higher authority. Laws can only be broken by an authority from a higher realm or laws are rendered ineffective only when the requirement of that law has been met. So you see that in the time of Jesus, once the babies two years and under were killed, that particular law from Herod expired. It did not remain a perpetual law. So having understood these key pointers about the human system of using laws to enforce vows of the wicked against us, we are going to pray tonight. And I want you to seize upon these revelations and pray your heart out. Like we said yesterday, our audience is Elohim himself and the court of heaven. 
And the Bible says to come boldly unto the throne of grace. I don't know what you think is hindering you. But I pray in the name that is above every other name. That whatever it is that places you this very moment in a position of disadvantage. May the sprinkled blood of Jesus confront that thing that makes you sit in the position of disadvantage. Whether it is sickness, whether it is depression, whatever it is. There was a time when Jesus went to the house of Peter. And the same mother-in-law that was supposed to minister to Jesus and the disciples was sick. And so she was unable to minister to them. But Jesus confronted and rebuked the illness. The illness departed. And Peter's mother-in-law rose up and ministered to Jesus. Before we begin to pray, I pray in the name that is above every other name. That whatever it is that places you in a position of disadvantage, that is making you unable to minister your, your, your pleadings and your supplications before God. May the power that is in the name of Jesus confront that thing. Any power and any authority that will rise up and place you in a position of a victim that you would be unable to rise and minister to the great I am. May the power that is in the name of Jesus and may the mercy that is obtained before the throne of grace, may it speak unto your favor. That you will rise up from your sick bed. You will rise from your bed of affliction. You will rise from your position of disadvantage. Be strengthened. Be equipped. And be enabled by a heavenly supply to render your pleadings and your supplications alongside with me before the courts of heaven and the courts of the ancient of days. If you agree with me, can you type amen? Can you type another amen in the chat just to signify that you are in total agreement with this man of God? The first prayer that we are going to pray is what Apostle has taught us. To be a prayer of revelation. See, you and I need to understand the scope of the laws and the traps that have been set against us. So that we don't fall into those traps. So that we don't breach those laws. This prayer of revelation would let you and I see things for what they really are. So that we will not become victims. The Bible says in Luke chapter 8, that there is nothing secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Does the Bible not say that call to me and I will answer you? This is God saying to us that we should call on him and he will answer us. And he will not only tell us, but he will also show us great and mighty things. He will show us, he will reveal the things that have been confined from us. He will reveal the things that have been hidden from us. The things that we do not know, the things that we do not understand, the things that seem undistinguishable. God said that when you call on me, when you come unto me, and you ask me, I will tell you the things that you don't know. I will tell you the things that you can find out. And so our first prayer tonight is that we are going to ask and plead with the spirit of the living God that by the grace of revelation, he should reveal unto you, he should reveal unto me anything from the past, anything from the present, anything from the future, any law that was instituted in the past, any law that is still active, and even any law that will be enacted in the future. 
that will legitimize these wicked vows against us. And so say after me, Spirit of the living God, by the grace of revelation, reveal unto me any past, present, or future system or law that legitimizes wicked vows against me in the name of Jesus. I will take it again. Spirit of the living God, by the grace of revelation, reveal unto me any past, present, or future system or law that legitimizes wicked vows against me in the name of Jesus. We will take it again, all spirit of the living God, by the grace of revelation, reveal unto your people any past law, any present law, any future law that would legitimize the wicked vows of men and women against your sons and your daughters in the name of Jesus. If you are in a place where you are able to, I want you to unmute, lift up your voice, lift up your holy hands, and lift up your heart, and make this prayer unto God, and say Thank you. 
May it be known unto us anything from the past, any law from the present, any future law that is about to be instituted that will legitimize the wicked vows of the evil one against us. We pray, O oh God, may we not be limited when it comes to our modes of communication. May the channels of our spirit be open. We pray that our spirit man will be attentive to the communications and the dealings of your spirit. We are asking, O oh God, that in every hour, in every minute, may May we be alert, may we be in line, may we be in tune with the communications of the Holy Spirit. You said that your sheep hear your voice. Tonight we pray for the grace, O oh God, of the seeing eye and the listening ear, that by this grace and this system of revelation, the enemy will not have an advantage over your children. We thank you in the name of Jesus we have prayed. Somebody say amen. 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 And we continue to pray. Amen. We want to pray for wisdom. We want to ask Elohim for godly wisdom. Almost every one of us who has gathered on this network tonight, we love prophets and we love prophecies. And we love prophets and we love prophecies. Because of what they can tell us about the past, the present, and the future. There is something about the gift and ministry of the prophecy that enhances the ministry of any man or woman of God. So there is nothing wrong with loving prophets and loving prophecies. Because, you know, if you don't know and understand the times that you are in, if you don't know and understand the reasons or the causes of what is going on in your life, you cannot handle the issues of life as effectively as you ought to. For some of us, all that the enemy has to do is to get us to break God's own law. Without the enemy instituting any other law, all he has to do is to get us to break God's own law. And once we breach God's principles, the consequences are activated against us. We are all aware that the wages of sin is death. So like Eve and Adam, all Satan has to do is to deceive and influence us to disobey God's command. But tonight I pray for you and I pray for myself. I pray for our families and I pray for our loved ones that God will not charge our sins against us on account of the blood of Jesus. The same sprinkled blood of Jesus that speaks a better and nobler message of mercy. The Bible says that blessed and happy and favored is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account nor charge against him. And so we are praying the spirit of the living God grant us the wisdom and understanding of any system or law which is being used against us and their manifestations so that we may know what we ought to do. The Bible describes the sons of Issachar as being men who knew what Israel ought to do because they had an understanding of the times. And so we want to pray that God, by the ministry of the Holy Spirit, will grant you and I the wisdom and understanding of the systems and laws which are being used against us 
And not just that, but that we would understand and interpret their manifestations so that we would know what we ought to do. Hallelujah. So lift your voice and say, Spirit of the living God, grant us the wisdom and understanding of every system or law that is being used against us and their manifestations so that we may know what we ought to do. It sounds simple, it sounds straightforward, but we are going to pray it effectively. I will take it one more time and we will zoom into prayer. Spirit of the living God, grant us the wisdom and understanding of any system or law being used against us and their manifestations so that we may know what we ought to do. Spirit of the living God, grant us the understanding and wisdom of any law or system that is being used against your children and let them understand their manifestations so that they may know what they ought to do. Lift your voice this moment, child of God, and begin to pray. Lift your voice and ask that God will grant you wisdom, that God will grant you understanding, that by the understanding of the law, by the understanding of the system, by the understanding and interpretation Lift your 
As we are praying this prayer, I want you to open up yourself to the influence and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because when we look at the parable of the wise and the foolish virgins, we understand that all ten of them were virgins. All ten of them were undefiled. But the Bible describes half of them as foolish and half of them as wise. Because even though all ten of them had oil in their lamp, only half of them had oil to spare. And so as you are praying these pleadings, I want you to open up yourself to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, praying and hoping that you will receive a fresh supply from heaven, that you will be like the wise virgins and not the foolish ones. On the subject of wisdom, we are continuing to pray and we are asking that God will give us a fresh supply of wisdom 
so that you and I can navigate the traps and the conditions of the laws that are being used against us, that we will not become victims. As I described earlier, the devil did not institute any new law against Adam and Eve. But the very same command, the very same law that God had given to the man, the enemy was able to deceive them by introducing a counterfeit wisdom. And by the introduction of that deceitful wisdom, the enemy was able to convince them to breach God's command and they became victims of the conditions that God attached to the breaching of that command. And so you and I need to pray tonight that may Elohim give us a fresh supply of godly wisdom so that we will navigate the traps and conditions attached to every law that can be used against us. It does not even need to be the law of the wicked. It can be God's own righteous law. But the enemy can compel you. The enemy can deceive you. The enemy can, dis can influence you to breach God's own law, knowing full well that once you do that, the conditions of the consequences have been met. And so there is a legal reason why you must pay the consequences. And that is why we are going to pray that God will give us a fresh supply of godly wisdom that even when the enemy comes, you and I will withstand the fairy darts of the enemy and navigate the traps and conditions attached to every law that can be used against us to the end that you and I will not become victims in the name of Jesus. So our next prayer point reads, My father, my father, I pray for a fresh supply of godly wisdom so that I can navigate the traps and conditions of every law being used against me and not become a victim in the name of Jesus. Let me repeat that in case you did not get it. My father, my father, I pray for a fresh supply. Can someone say fresh supply? Fresh supply. Let's play that again. Fresh supply. Fresh supply. Yeah. If you can't unmute, you can type it. But I just want to engage you. We are praying for a fresh supply of godly wisdom. The Bible says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Because God knows and understands how crucial wisdom is. He says that no matter how you ask of it, when you ask, I will give it to you liberally. I will give it to you in good measure. I will not ration that supply because you will need it. And so tonight we want to ask that my father, my father, give us a fresh supply of godly wisdom. So that your sons and your daughters can navigate the traps and the conditions of every law that can be used against us to the end that we will not become victims. The last time and then once it is displayed, we can pray with it. My father, my father, I pray for a fresh supply of godly wisdom so that I 
can navigate the traps and conditions of every law being used against me and not become a victim in the name of Jesus. Now lift your voice and begin to pray to God. He said that ask and he will give liberally. And so lift your voice and begin to pray. The but I can navigate the terms and the conditions of every law being used against me. Amen. 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 
God bless you. God bless you. Now, anytime God's people call to him for help, especially when the laws and systems of men are being used to oppress them, God sends a deliverer. Anytime, check the Bible. Whenever God's people call to him for help, as a result of the oppression of men's laws and systems, God sends a deliverer. The book of Judges is replete with examples like that. God brought a deliverer to the Israelites when they were in captivity in the form of Moses. Later on, when they went back into captivity, God brings another deliverer in the form of Esther. Esther was a woman, yes, but God granted her favor in the eyes of the king. So much favor that Esther was able to get the king to activate another law for her and the Jews. In the case of Daniel and the three Hebrew boys, God used the same human processes to enact new laws that nullified the previous laws that were oppressive to Daniel and the Hebrew boys. Is there anyone here who is being oppressed by a physical law in your life? Have men used the systems of laws to deny you what is rightfully yours? Do you know anyone who is about to give up on life? Is there anyone here who is about to give up on life? Because certain physical laws are being used to target you and to oppress you. I want you to lift up your hands and lift up your heart to Elohim. I want you to this evening come before the ancient of days and make this petition with me. We have to understand that God does not limit himself to the same ways and means of bringing deliverance to his people. To some, he uses dreams. He caused the king in the days of Joseph and Daniel to have dreams. But when he came to Mordecai, the Bible says that the king could not sleep. And still God found a way to intervene in the life of Mordecai and the Jews. And so God can use diverse ways to intervene in the lives and the events of his children when he sees that they are being oppressed by the systems and the laws of men. Tonight we are going to weaponize the judgment of God as the means of intervention for his children against these systems that use the vows of the wicked. We want to pray that anyone that is hiding behind laws and decrees to bring us shame, anyone that is hiding behind laws and decrees to bring us pain, Anyone that is causing us confusion, anyone, any group of people that have gathered and vowed and bound themselves with a vow unto death, may Elohim himself visit their evil desires upon them and execute judgment upon them in the name of Jesus. 
We are praying to God for his intervention. And one of the ways that God brings intervention is by using his judgment. You want to pray that God will pour out his wrath and his judgment upon any man, any woman that is hiding behind laws, hiding behind decrees, hiding behind systems, hiding behind bylaws on the job, in the community, in schools, in the in the environment, wherever it is. People that are using these laws that seem legitimate to bring us shame, to frustrate us, to bring us pain, to confuse us, or worse, to bring death. May God himself rise from his throne of glory and visit his judgment upon them. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, I just got a message that my line went off, so I wanted to confirm that you can hear me. So we are praying, like I said, that may God visit his judgment upon anyone that is hiding behind laws and systems to bring shame and pain and confusion or even death to you. We are using the system of God's judgment. That God will visit his judgment upon such people. And so you want to say that my father, to anyone that is hiding behind laws and decrees to bring me shame, to bring me pain, to bring me confusion, or to even bring me death, to such persons, to such individuals, to such bosses, to such neighbors, visit their own evil desires, not my evil desire, not God's evil desire, but their own evil de desires. May God visit their own evil desires upon their heads and execute judgment upon them. I want to take it again. My father, to anyone hiding behind laws and decrees, to bring me shame, pain, confusion, or even death, visit their evil desires upon their heads and execute judgment on them in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice right now and then begin to pray that anybody who has an evil desire against you, anybody who has the evil desire to bring you shame, anybody with the desire to bring you pain, anybody with the desire to bring you pain, against you, you Oh, <laughs> 
Rabbana 
Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Oh Lord, tonight we petition the courts of heaven to weaponize the evil desires of the wicked against them. May they become victims of their own laws. May they fall into their own traps. With our hands lifted towards you, O God, rise from your throne of glory and execute judgment upon the wicked. Any man or woman that has hardened their heart unto death to see to our destruction, may they hang on their own gallows in Jesus' name. May they hang on their own gallows. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs Proverbs that when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. The Bible says, and I take it again, that when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Until the wicked perishes, there are not going to be any shouts of joy. Until the righteous prospers, the city cannot rejoice. So for the city to rejoice, the righteous must prosper. For there to be a shout in your house, that wicked man, that wicked woman that has bound themselves with a vow unto your death, they must perish. And that is why we are going to pray the next prayer. That may God fill our mouths with shouts of joy. And when we are praying for God to fill our mouths with shouts of joy, what would he have petitioned in heaven? Is that may God remove any person that has bound themselves with a vow. May they be removed in the name of Jesus. See, there are certain people that have vowed that until they destroy you and me, they will not eat, neither will they sleep. And so you want to pray that Elohim will remove those people so that there can be a shout of joy in your household. We want to pray that God will visit their evil desires for us upon their heads. That these people and their groups will know that God alone, that he is God. So the prayer point is this. Oh Lord, fill our mouths with shouts of joy. Remove anyone 
or group of people that have bound themselves with a vow that they will neither eat nor sleep until they destroy us. Visit their evil desires for us upon their heads that they will know that you alone are God. So we, be, we are beginning with our desire that God will fill our mouth with shouts of joy. And for that to happen, we need God to remove these people that have bound themselves with these vows and visit their evil desires upon their head. Then all men will know that the God that we serve, that he alone is God. Can we have the administrator to project the next prayer point whilst we repeat it? Oh Lord, fill our mouths with shouts of joy. Remove anyone or group of people that have bound themselves with a vow that they will neither eat nor sleep until they destroy us. Visit their evil desires for us upon their heads that they will know that you alone are God. With this understanding, lift your voice right now and pray this prayer with me. Pray this prayer to the courts of heaven that God will fill your mouth with hearts of joy. Lift your voice and begin to pray and ask God to remove any group of people that have bound themselves with a fire. Let them be removed. Let them be removed. Let them be removed. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We are continuing to pray. Now, by the grace of revelation, we understand that there are levels of authority, both in the physical and spiritual realms. When you look at the book of Daniel, we see that there are levels of authority in the devil's kingdom. And these levels of authority can even resist and delay the manifestation of the answers to our prayers. And so our next prayer point is that we are going to petition heaven to release and send heavenly reinforcement to fight on our behalf. When we look at Daniel, we see that even though Daniel's prayer was heard, the very day he began to pray, when Gabriel came, he said that the prince of Persia resisted him. And so God had to send reinforcement before Gabriel was released to come and bring understanding to Daniel. And so there are certain forces that are at play. And we are going to pray for a supply of heavenly reinforcement. We are going to pray for what I call a heavenly supply of reinforcement. Because the answers or the angels that have been given the responsibility to bring our answers can be delayed. They can be withheld. But tonight you and I want to pray that the courts of the ancient of days will release and send heavenly reinforcements. And what these enforcements are coming to do is that they we, we want them to disengage. We want them to disengage any spirit that is holding up the people of authority. This, in Daniel's case, it was the prince of Persia. And he was a legal prince of that region, holding a level of authority. And so we are going to pray and we want God to send a higher power, a higher authority that can usurp the authority of any spirit that is given back to these human beings that are sitting in places of authority. And so we want to petition the courts of the ancient of days for a fresh release of heavenly reinforcement that they will come and disengage, overthrow and usurp the authority of any spirit that is holding up the people that have authority to make laws against us. Because once the spiritual backing is removed, the human authority becomes weak and useless. I hope you are with me. Once the prince of Persia was disengaged, once the prince of Persia was overthrown, then the Israelites were released from captivity. And that is exactly what we are going to do. And so lift your voice and pray this prayer with me. That, oh Lord, we petition the courts of the ancient of days to release and send heavenly reinforcements to disengage and usurp any spirit that is holding up the people with the authority 
to make laws against me. Lift your voice and begin to pray. We have a few minutes to go, and so we want to finish hard. We want to finish strong. We want to finish hard. We want to finish strong. We want to finish hard. We want to finish hard. We want to finish as we have prayed these prayers of intervention we want god to restore somebody say restore Restore wherever you are. If you can say it, say restore. If you can unmute, unmute and say restore, and then you can restore. go back on mute. If you can oh, unmute, restore. Now, you can just type restore. restore. You can just type restore. Just type restore. 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 Oh Lord, restore. Oh Lord, restore. Oh Lord, restore. Oh Lord, restore. Amen. Let's see. See, it is not enough. It is not enough. It is not enough that we pray to God to intervene. Because if God wants a woman to have children and the enemy is able to close the womb of the woman until the woman reaches the age of menopause and the woman prays and God answers the prayer and the womb is open. God has intervened. But the enemy has still achieved the goal and the purpose 
of the woman not having any child. So we must understand that it is not enough to pray a prayer of intervention, but God must restore. And so anytime God intervenes, one of his methods or systems of intervention is restoration. Because God understands that laws that affect people causes them to have or suffer collateral damage from the execution of these laws. And so we are going to pray that may God remember his covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Because it is our heritage as sons and daughters of the Most High God. It's a very simple prayer. We are saying that God, remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Let us begin to pray. Say, Lord, remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. That God, remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Remember your covenant with us and restore our stolen goods. Remember your covenant with us we are praying the same prayer of restoration we are praying the same prayer of restoration we are saying that oh god restore your children to every position or status that we have lost as a result of wicked laws and establish your supremacy in the affairs of men oh god restore your children to every position or status that we have lost as a result of wicked laws and establish your supremacy in the affairs of men. You want God to use your restoration to establish his supremacy. You want God to show to men that he is supreme in the affairs of men. And we want him to do that by restoring our lost positions of status. Lift your voice and begin to pray that God restore your children to every position or status that they have lost as a result of wicked laws and establish your supremacy in the affairs of 
Amen. We began to pray for revelation. Then we prayed for wisdom. After we had prayed for wisdom, we prayed for God to intervene and for God to restore. Finally, we want to pray a prayer of entrapment that if any other law after today is about to be enacted against you, if wicked men and women are going to enforce any new law against you, may that same law be used against them. That is all that we are saying. We are using the same law as a trap. That so long as they activate any law to enforce wickedness against us, may they become targets of their own laws. And so our last prayer is this, that Father, we petition the courts of heaven to decree that any person or system that attempts to raise new laws to enforce wicked vows against us, let them be torn into pieces and their house turned into a downhill. It is, that is the last prayer point and we are done for the night. We are saying that Father, we petition the court of heaven to decree that every person or system that attempts to raise the Lord and force the vows against us to be called into God bless you. God bless you so much for coming tonight, for staying and for persisting in prayer. And may the God to whom prayers are released, and may the God who answers prayer, may the God who is attentive to the cries of his children, hear us and answer us speedily. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. God bless you. Amen. God, God bless, bless you, man Amen. of God. God bless you, man of God, and we appreciate everything. May God elevate you and your family as well. So tomorrow we have um, the command your day from 5.30 to 6 a.m. So I will admonish everyone to be part of the blessings that God might make available for tomorrow morning. So can we all share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, Amen. God bless you.